guys! Welcome back to this episode of Hashtag Love Hacks by Lunch Actually. 50 First Dates. In this episode, join me and our senior date coach, Angela, as we talk about how to deal with various personalities on a first date that will save you from awkward moments, and of course, some practical tips to make the first date remarkable and increase your chances of a guaranteed second date. Last but not least, the do's and don'ts on a first date. We also have prepared something special for our listeners at the end of this episode. Meanwhile, let's get this episode started. Okay, so without further ado, I would like to introduce you to our speaker, very, very special speaker tonight. So some of you might have met her. So, you know, like uh, if you are based in Singapore, then, you know, potentially you will have met her. So I'd like to welcome our very gorgeous, very amazing, very wonderful senior date coach, Angela. Hi, thank you, Violet. How are you doing? So thanks for having me back. So I'm Angela. I have been a senior day coach in Nunch actually for the past six years. Uh, so my role is basically to analyze where and what are the dating obstacles uh, each single is facing and help them to overcome them. So I'm happy to say that I have brought together over 40 couples. Nice, thank you so much, Angela. And then we have Billy to say, welcome the best smile of all, Angela. I agree, you know, like the first time I met Angela, I was thank also you. very captivated by her smile. Okay, so we have a white kid who say that uh, it's raining cats and dogs, but not raining men or women. Okay, <laughs> okay, good one, white kid. Okay, we have Raj who say that I just came back from Royal Caribbean cruise to nowhere this morning. Oh, nice, lovely weather out there in the sea. Really nice. Gladys says rain has stopped already. And say, yes, Singapore has been raining non-stop. Uh, Anas, uh, who's from Malaysia, we have, um, yeah, then Has say Malaysia is very wet too. Yes, okay, so I guess it seems that in our region, you know, like it's just uh, very wet. Okay, so um, very quickly, you know, like I would like to uh, launch into our topic for tonight. So uh, tonight is very, very interesting. I love the topic that, uh, you know, our team has come up with, which is 50 first dates. So tonight, the objective is really, really, really want to be sharing with you useful insights on how to deal with various personalities on a first date that would save you from awkward moments. Because obviously, you know, it's like um, all the people that you meet will be different. They have different personalities, you know, like they have different characteristics. So we have kind of identified like eight different ones that we want to share with you tonight and we want to give you some tips and advice on what to do when you meet some of these different personalities. We are going to get started right away. So uh, Angela, you want to start the ball rolling by sharing with us about negative Nancy or negative Nick? Yes, thank you, Violet. So for negative Nancy, negative Nick, usually they always complain about their work, their life, and even service staff at the restaurants. So you find yourself like feeling very drained uh, just by listening to them talk. So negative people usually don't know that they are being negative. Uh, They think they are just like being friendly, uh, being open by sharing their personal lives with you uh, in order to build common ground with you. So when you meet this type of people, people, uh, what you can do, uh, you can divert them to a positive question and try to lead the conversation from there. Uh, For example, if they are complaining about work, you can jokingly say, oh, wow, uh, sounds like you really don't like your job. Is there anything you like about your job? 
uh, or you can also say, uh, wow, a good thing your boss is not sitting at the next table. Uh, imagine uh, if they hear what you say now. Uh, of course, with a smile. Lah. Okay, uh, so if it is about life in general, for example, how unhappy their life is, uh, you can say something like, uh, your life sounds quite stressful. Uh, so what do you do for fun? If they are complaining about the service staff at the restaurant, uh, you can say, uh, they look quite understaffed. Let's finish this up and go somewhere else for dessert or for a walk. Thank you, Angela, for the quick, uh, the, the, the great tips. <laughs> uh, Gordon say, ha-ha, at the point you say, you know, good thing your boss is not sitting at the next table. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if they hurt you. Yeah. So um, I, I think, you know, um, definitely um, in the societies that we are in, you know, like the uh, communities that we are in, I think a lot of us lead very uh, fast paced and even sometimes uh, stressful lives so I think it's important to uh, keep this in track you know like because I think sometimes uh, we might also see some of these characteristics in uh, in us as well so sometimes we ourselves could be negative Nick or negative Nancy so you know like I think uh, just hearing from Angela who have given us some great tips uh, is important to realize that um, yes you know like when we come across as very negative that would actually give um, a very bad impression to the other person and uh, so maybe we just want to keep that in track so I always tell like our singers that if you have a very bad day, you need to complain to someone, you know, like uh, please don't use your date as that, you know, like go call your sister, your best friend or even your mother, you know, like a first date is really not a place to really offload your problems and your troubles. Okay, so uh, next we have um, the narcissist, okay. So I think some of you have said that you think, you know, like this is definitely um, the type of person that um, you find the most uh, off-putting, okay? So the narcissist is someone that talks about themselves all the time and, you know, like maybe when you are talking about a certain topic and then they will always find the opportunity to relate it back to themselves or they like maybe constantly just keep injecting uh, themselves into like whatever you're trying to share and they are always bragging about their achievements as well. So I think um, I totally understand then it can be very annoying and off-putting, especially, you know, you might be in the midst of sharing something very exciting, you're very passionate about sharing about it. Um, however, narcissistic people, right, we need to realize that they actually have a deep desire to be liked. So sometimes, you know, like they would, um, you know, do all of these things. It's not because of anything else, but they are really looking to get the admiration or adoration uh, from people. And in this case, you know, from you, which is their date. So I think uh, it's good to realize that, you know, maybe they are in Intention is not uh, bad, but it's just that uh, this is something that they constantly need to, um, you know, have that have that feeling that oh, you know, I'm being uh, uh, well liked. You know, people really like me. So another thing to note is that they might appear to be very confident, but uh, most of the time, a lot of them actually suffer from low self-esteem. Yeah, interesting, right? Because if you look at someone who is narcissistic, you know, they're always bragging about their achievement all the time, but actually they, um, a lot of times, they actually have low self-esteem. So um, that's the reason why they are trying so hard to impress, either by over-complimenting themselves or maybe sometimes over-complimenting you, which uh, might not be very flattering sometimes if you feel that, okay, is this person really sincere. So uh, Angela is going to share with us uh, on the third personality. So uh, over to you, Angela. 
Hi, yes. Um, so when you meet uh, Mr. or Miss Too Nice, I'm sure some of you may have like, met uh, this type of people. So usually they are at a high risk of ending up in the friend zone. So usually they don't have like, much opinions. Uh, if you ask them what do they want to order on the menu, uh, they will just ask you to choose. Uh, so people who are too nice may come across as like, boring or indecisive. Uh, so you may have to learn how to take the lead. Uh, even for ladies, uh, you will have to be a little bit more proactive during the date. Uh, so here are some advice on what you can do. Uh, so you can give them some type of control. Uh, for example, uh, if your date asks you to pick the restaurants for your first date, uh, you can say, uh, sure, I know a good place for dinner, uh, but you are in charge of choosing where to go for dessert. Uh, if they offer to foot the bill for everything and you are not comfortable, uh, so you can tell them, uh, thanks for being so generous. I really appreciate it. Uh, let me treat you to ice cream later. Or you can say, uh, it's okay, uh, what about you buy me the next run? Uh, Mr. or Miss Nice uh, may also insist on sending you home, uh, but you are not open to it. Uh, so instead of saying a strict no, uh, you can suggest an alternative. Uh, for example, you can say, uh, what about you can walk me to my car or the train station instead? Yep. Uh, thank you, Angela. So uh, what, what do you guys think? Do some of you see yourself as maybe coming across as Mr. Too Nice or Miss Too Nice? No, let us know in the chat. Yep. So uh, is this something that you struggle with? You know, you're just um, not sure, you know, like you don't want to come across as too uh, risky. Okay. So we have Gordon who say yes. We have Billy who say I was Mr. Nice. Mm, interesting. So maybe Billy, you want to say what, what is your new personality now since you say I was. <laughs> Gordon say I am. You should say been there. Christina say yes, I do. Janie say yes, so me. <laughs> Billy say I got a lot of Mr. Nice guys cards. <laughs> Kush say, I think I am. Yep. So, so I think um, generally, you know, like a lot of us, we we tend to, I would say, be on the the safe side. And I mean, generally, we are all nice people, you know, like we are not like uh, just uh, trying to be nasty and things like that. But I think as what Angela have shared with us, that uh, sometimes, you know, when we are too nice, we might come across as boring and indecisive. So uh, we do not want to end up being friend zone, like right on the first date as well. So it is important to learn uh, to take the lead. Um, so uh, Jia In say, I miss nice, I often get friend zone. Then say, uh, uh, why uh, Mr. and uh, Miss Nice end up in friend zone? <laughs> Sunny say, uh, definitely, that's why I remain single and unwanted. Oh no. Okay, so it, it seems like, you know, like we need to do like a topic on friend zone. Okay, so what, what do you guys think? <laughs> like uh, if you think, you know, that will be helpful to you, maybe you can let us know in the chat right now and maybe we can <laughs> arrange for it uh, soon. It's seems that we have a lot of uh, Mr. and Miss Nice in the room. Oh my goodness. And all the, I agree. Yes, please. You know, like, yes, please. Sure. You know, it's all coming in. Okay. Maybe May you want to like, just take this down as one of our potential topics uh, soon. Uh, yes. Uh, we have, wow. You know, like uh, Sin Ying say, yes, please. Sure. RO say, yes, please. Christian say, sounds like a good idea. <laughs> LM say, yes. Great to hear about how to avoid friend zoning. <laughs> Why kids say, yes. How should be too nice? How to be nice without being too nice. Okay, I think we, we definitely, you know, have a lot of demand here. I, I got it. <laughs> okay, so uh, we'll move on to like the number four personality, which is the extreme introvert. 
Okay, so the extreme introvert usually, you know, do not have much to say, uh, doesn't ask many questions, and is very comfortable in silence, okay? So usually, like, I think most of us are not so comfortable uh, with silence, you know, like whenever it, there's a silence and then, you know, we keep thinking, okay, how, do, what am I going to say? What do I need to say to kind of break this silence? Okay, but maybe someone who is uh, extreme introvert, maybe they, they are quite comfortable, you know, like they feel that they don't need to constantly be talking, they don't need to constantly be in a conversation so um, you might think that they are quiet because they are bored or they they dislike you but you know that's definitely not the case I say you know sometimes they are just very comfortable just like enjoying the peace and quiet okay so if you are meeting an introvert okay so what you should do okay so introverts usually they don't see a need to talk about themselves all the time so you know like totally opposite from um, the um, uh, personality that I talk about just now which is the narcissist so you know they are actually quite happy to let someone else talk about themselves they don't need to be in the center of attention so you know you can actually get them talking by sharing an observation and then getting their input on it so like for example like oh wow you know this is a really nice restaurant like um i really like the deco uh what 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 do you think you know like uh ha have you been here before you know so uh just ask them about it and from there you know like when they they feel that oh you're actually interested in their point of view they'll be more open to sharing more um Another thing, you know, like for example, talk about all the latest trends, you know, like something that uh, is fun. So uh, for example, you know, an example we have for you guys is like maybe talking about TikTok. Okay, so like now, you know, TikTok is the rage, you know, uh, everybody's watching TikTok videos. So, oh, you know, uh, are you into TikTok? You know, like, do you watch TikTok videos? You know, I actually, I'm very new to it. Uh, I uh, just got started, you know, not really sure how to get started. I'm just wondering why it's so popular. You know, like maybe if you have used it before, can you show me, you know, like how does it work? Things like that. So again, you know, engaging them and giving them an opportunity to uh, showcase something that they know about to you. Uh, or uh, humor, you know, which is something we always like to share. It's like, uh, make a joke to start a conversation. So for example, uh, okay, so for some reason, you look like someone who might really be into belly dancing. Mm, am I right? Okay, it's like so uh, out out of this world, right? But at the same time, like the person, like the person might be like, oh wow, you know, like what why do you say that, right? And that can create a light moment. So uh, I hope some of these tips, you know, can help you when you're meeting someone who is really introverted. And uh, Angela is now going to share with us the fifth profile, which is the interviewer. That was quite funny, belly dancer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the fifth type of personality uh, would be the interviewer. So usually they ask like questions after questions uh, without a break. Uh, so they may keep asking you like some personal uh, things uh, that you may not feel comfortable with. Uh, so usually the interviewer intention uh, is just they try to talk to you uh, or get the conversation going. Uh, some of them, uh, they may have a checklist in their mind. Uh, so by asking you questions, um, there may be a chance that they actually going through their checklist. Uh, so what you do uh, if you meet an uh, interviewer, the interviewer. Uh, so if you notice that uh, there is a pattern uh, of your day that asking you questions after questions, uh, instead of letting them to do that to you, uh, you can quickly pose another question to them. Uh, for example, uh, if your date asks you, hey, how big is your family? Uh, are you close with them? Uh, so you can answer. Uh, so by saying that example, uh, I'm planning to take my mom for dim sum over the weekend at one of our favorite restaurants. Uh, have you been to any good dim sum restaurants uh, that you would recommend? 
so that uh, they have to say something. La. <laughs> okay, um, so another example, la, if your days are keep asking you um, some questions that are too personal, uh, for example, uh, when was your last relationship? Uh, when was the reason you broke up? How much do you make? <laughs> a very sensitive question. La. So you can jokingly say, uh, there are things that even my parents don't know. Uh, and then just like laugh about it. La. Uh, using humor again uh, works for a lot of uh, scenarios. Uh, so remember to have a mindset that like uh, just being lighthearted during the days, uh, nothing has to be like very serious. Uh, days are all about having fun, uh, even when you are in a bad day situation. Okay, so uh, the next one we have is ooh, number six, the flirt. Okay. Um, so the flirt is usually very smooth, you know, like very good at sweet talking and, you know, potentially could be very touchy as well. And uh, sometimes also come across as a little bit cheeky. Um, I think most flirts, you know, like usually they, they mean no harm, but of course there are players who actually caught with the intention, you know, of like really just getting into bed with you. So uh, it's important to really differentiate between the two. So um, I think it's uh, if it's harmless, you know, like flirting to like create like attraction, right? Like maybe just a playful, like teasing, uh, non-invasive um, touches, you know, like just maybe uh, touching your elbow, like, you know, your shoulder, your arm, you know, so I, I think that's okay. And of course, if you're interested, you know, you can also flirt back. However, you know, if the flirting is very touchy-feely and then um, you really feel uncomfortable, then uh, definitely, you know, like you might want to uh, cut short the date because again, you know, like there are people who like might have, um, I would say, you know, not so good intentions and definitely, again, it's important to uh, put your boundaries, you know, like if that's not something that you would like to continue with. Okay, so um, create distance between you and your date. So if you feel that um, the person is like constantly, you know, like broken your personal space you know like just of course you know like continue to keep creating distance but if it's just getting out of hand like i say you know then you just might want to just cut the date short and move on so uh similarly for men you know if the woman leans too close and you're not comfortable uh you obviously don't want to upset her by telling her to move back but instead you know what you can do is to move your seat slightly backwards you know again to create that distance between you and i think you know in some of our previous webinars i've talked about this as well so if you're interested in the person and you are like broad um uh, you are shortening the distance between both of you so you know you can just test it out either if you move forward and then the person like don't move backwards then chances are you know they are okay to like get to know you better like or they might be even interested but if you see that if you move forward and the person like then start to kind of create a bit of distance then you know okay maybe the person is still in the stage of like trying to get to know you better and like um still creating that that distance between uh, you and the person Okay, and uh, now we are talking about number seven. Wow, which is the alcoholic. Okay, this is an interesting one. Uh, so over to you, Angela. Thank you, Violet. Uh, so the alcoholic, la, they will drink a little too a little bit too much and too fast uh, during a date. Uh, so some people drink because they are nervous. La. So uh, if you find that they have been drinking past their limit uh, and seem to be a little bit tipsy, uh, this is what you can do. Uh, you can suggest going for a walk instead of ordering another round of drinks. Uh, so tell them that you have to uh, wake up early next morning also works uh, and that you have to end the day earlier. 
uh, it's usually no fun taking care of a drunk person now to be honest uh, especially when you two just met uh, so don't feel bad uh, to cut the day short uh, if she or he looks uh, intoxicated yeah, uh, I think that's very, very good advice. And I think same thing as well um, for us to think about it ourselves. So sometimes like some of us who drink, we might, you know, like drink a bit too much because we are nervous. So again, like um, drinking too much on a first date is uh, not a good idea. So I think uh, for a lady, you know, definitely, you know, if you're not able to handle your alcohol well, well on the first date, it's like, you know, that's not... Um, you, you just don't want to be put yourself in the kind of situation. And I think for a guy as well, so uh, something to think about, like um, just limit your drink to like maybe just uh, one drink, you know, like, or if you can drink more, like maybe just two drinks and that's it. Like uh, you don't want to end up saying things that you might regret, you know, like the next day and, uh, you know, giving too much away. So uh, something to definitely take note of. And uh, now we have come to the eighth personality, which is the, I'm not really looking for anything serious, which is the overwhelming, you know, like um, the one that you guys say that you have met, uh, you've come across and it's really a profile that you do not like. Okay, so uh, this profile, which is the, I'm not looking for anything serious. Usually, you know, like they are very casual, they might look uninterested and then, you know, like, uh, and they tell you things that uh, they are just here because they are bored. Um, and this is definitely the most frustrating type because, you know, these are what we call time wasters, okay? So, um, before I share a bit more, I would like to hear from you guys, okay? So, do you know someone like this, you know? Do you know someone like the I'm not really looking for anything serious personality, okay? So, yeah, I've just put out the poll. You can let us know, you know, have you actually met someone like this? Do you know someone who is like this? And uh, at the same time, you know, you can tell us uh, a bit more in the chat as well of the person that you have met who is kind of like this. Okay, so um, also, you know, this is a, a quite a clear answer, you know, like uh, half the room have voted so far, but I think, you know, from this, we can see the indication like... Um, a lot of you, uh, more than half of you say yes, you know, like you know someone who is like this and then 30% of you guys say maybe and 17% uh, say no. Okay, so Dan uh, brought up a good point. So Dan say, oh, maybe the person just doesn't want to appear desperate, okay? Uh, issue says sometimes their intents are very blurry and I think just now, you know, like we also have some of our other participants who say that, oh, you know, like at first I thought it was like that, but it turned out that actually the person, you know, uh, is just not interested in me. So, um, okay, interesting. So, okay, if you do meet this type of person on a date, right, even though it is very frustrating, but instead of storming off or scolding them and letting them ruin your day or your evening, you can actually throw them off by saying, um, that's cool, you know, I wasn't expecting to get into a relationship after a first date anyways, you know, so maybe your next date you can give him or her a heads up before they actually make the effort to meet you in person and then smile. Um, you know, so it's important that whatever you do, don't try to convince them to date you because uh, that would, you know, make us kind of end up looking desperate or needy um, or that they, uh, we can change their mind. So it's definitely more worthwhile to spend your efforts on someone who is actually looking for the same thing as you. Okay, so um, I think um, definitely uh, there are some people that maybe they, they are just, um, I don't know, like dates junkie, you know, <laughs> like they just keep going on dates after dates after dates after date. And, uh, but anyway, I think um, people who go on dates this way, you know, like just looking, not interested, telling you that they are just here because they are bored. I 
totally agree agree that these people are time wasters you know like uh there's there's no point like um really investing uh time uh with them because you know like, i think if they are not able to respect uh your time then you know that that doesn't uh, really help uh aaron said i think those joining la is somewhat serious already yes totally agree okay so of course you know like people who join like lunch actually uh we have met them face to face we have understand uh their profile their personality what they are looking for and i think generally if people who are with this, I'm not really looking for anything serious uh, kind of um, feel, you know, they wouldn't uh, take the um, effort to actually join a dating service, you know, there's a lot more things that they can uh, go to, uh, which is free, or maybe it's like they don't even need to pay. So I would say yes, you know, like uh, people who join a dating service like lunch, actually, they already indicate that indicated that they are more committed and they are looking for uh, something more serious. I mean, not maybe immediately, you know, I don't think they're looking to get married like the next day, but they definitely, you know, like have uh, something long-term in mind. Yes, yeah, so uh, I think that's a really good point that has been brought up. Okay, so um, the next thing we'll really like to do is uh, we want to give you a, a bit more tips, okay? So uh, we have some practical tips that will help to make your first date uh, remarkable, um, no matter you know what personality that you're meeting, okay? And uh, these tips will also help you to get on a second date. Okay, so Angela, over to you to share some practical tips to make a first date remarkable and increase the chances of a second date. Yes, no problem. So... Uh, from our single survey last year, um, so we, we sent out like, uh, I think we interviewed over 2,000 singles. La. So uh, apart from physical appearance, we asked them what are the top things uh, that would attract a person on the first date. Uh, so 59% of our singles uh, found that a positive personality uh, is the most attractive. Uh, so remember to stay positive on your first date. Uh, so talk about fun things. Uh, everything should be lighthearted. Uh, hobbies, interests, and your dream destination, um, holiday destination are perfect things to talk about. Uh, it also helps to leave an impression of you as a fun, uh, positive partner. Uh, also, find a chance to give a compliment uh, to your date. Uh, everyone likes to hear good things about themselves. Uh, so your date also uh, most likely will be a little bit nervous as well. Uh, so giving them a compliment can be a good way to encourage them to open up, uh, to share with you more about themselves, and also to drop hints to them that uh, you may be interested. Uh, example, uh, a lot of people ask me like how to drop him, uh, drop in or give compliment. Uh. So you can say, uh, I like your dress or I like your shirt. Uh, you have good taste. Uh, or you can just simply say uh, you are very smart uh, when they talk about their work or some uh, knowledge. Uh. Okay. Uh, another common question that I get is uh, how to get a second date. Um, so one of the advice is you can bring it up laterally. Uh, for example, uh, if it is your, in your conversation, your date mentions uh, a type of food he likes or she likes to eat or a place. Uh, so you can say, uh, I know a good place uh, that has the kind of cake you are looking for. Uh, so let's go there next time. You can also invite him or her to an activity that you are already planning to do or to go. Uh, for example, you can say, uh, I'm going to the National Gallery next weekend. So that is an interesting uh, event going on. Uh, come join me if you are free. It will be fun. Uh, so for men, uh, you can be more direct and proactive. Uh, for ladies, uh, it is recommend you can drop uh, some hints. 
Thank you, Angela. And I believe you also have some advice for our uh, participants tonight uh, on what they can do before they go on a first date. Hmm, yes. Uh, so definitely, uh, when you go on a first date, uh, make sure that like you feel good about yourself. Uh, so put away all the negativity, uh, even though you had a very tough day at work and make sure that you smile. Uh, when you walk in the restaurants, uh, have good eye contact and ask uh, questions, uh, be curious about your date. Um, and also, um, nowadays uh, we are on our phone all the time. Uh, so, but make sure that you keep your phone uh, in your pocket or your bag. Uh, try not to put your mobile phone on the table. Uh, otherwise, uh, you may be accidentally looking at the incoming message and not paying full attention to your date. Uh, you can also, it is recommend uh, to prepare some uh, conversation topics or plan some stories uh, before you uh, go on your date uh, in order to leave a deeper impression. Uh, because sometimes uh, we are also nervous when we go on date. Uh, when the, your date asks you something, we end up like saying nothing, uh, which is not good. Um, at the same time, practice active listening. Uh, so a lot of people we have seen uh, when they go on date, uh, they are very worried about like, what to say next. Uh, and they actually forgot to listen uh, what they are they, they saying. Uh, so uh, just uh, empty your mind, uh, listen to what your date has answered, and then continue the conversation from there. Yeah, thanks, Angela. I think that's a very good point because sometimes, like, we always like kind of like uh, we don't listen, like active listening, or we don't really listen. We are kind of listening to think of a response, and then you know, as a result, we end up losing a lot of the things that the person is saying. So you know, like like the person is saying something, and we already kind of assume what the person is saying next, even though the person is not saying that. So you know, I don't know. That's called selective listening, or that's called I don't know, like a uh, presumptuous listening. I don't know. But I think the point that Angela has brought is very important because when we are really listening, we can also listen between the lines as well and really hear what the other person is saying. Okay, uh, we have some comments from our audience here as well. So, uh, Mohammad Ridwan said, Ladies, please don't drop hints. We can't read minds. Tell us, please. Okay, I think that's a very good point because I think a lot of times, you know, ladies, including myself, like, you know, we are guilty of this. We are kind of like, mm, you know, like uh, maybe uh, this person will know what I'm trying to say, you know, like, and sometimes we think, you know, we have six cents and then guys have six cents as well. But what I realized is like, guys really don't have six cents. Like, um, you know, sometimes I just get very frustrated, you know, like the whole time. And then like, I'm thinking like, I'm get angry with my husband and I'll be thinking like, hey, how come he doesn't get it? And then I'll just be filming uh, by myself but he really doesn't get it. He doesn't even know about it. So like, yes, I agree with you, uh, Mohammed Ridwan. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, so we have some questions, you know, so I just want to like present some of these questions very quickly to Angela. Okay. So uh, I think Angela, this is a very good question from Christine. So uh, because I think we do have some um, participants tonight, you know, like some uh, viewers tonight are also like our members. So Christine asks, how to handle a first date who keep asking about my past relationship, past LA dates and dig into all the details? Okay, okay. I have heard uh, this happen to some of the, our singles. La. So uh, if that happens to you, um, you, you cannot ignore the question. La, okay, uh, you have to say something, uh, but give a very general or generic answer. Keep your answer uh, short and simple. Uh, don't give 
too much uh, details uh, so if um, your day asks you hey uh, this is your how many days uh, how many people you met before this <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, like that the reason is uh, okay uh, don't don't also get like uh, angry at the person uh, because the person asks because they just want to talk to you and they feel that like lunch actually is the actual real common ground that you and him may have uh, Okay, uh, so um, if that happens to you, um, okay, let's say that this is your first day. Okay, uh, try not to give like details. Of course, you don't comment on any good things or any bad things about your past two days. Uh, so you can um, make it more generic. Lah. For example, you can say, oh, I went on a couple of days. Uh, if you went on like many, many days and you say, oh, I went on a few days, uh, nothing much happened, lah. no chemistry. Okay, and then you can change the topic la. <laughs> okay, example of like changing topic la would be um oh like last day la, the restaurant I went uh, wow the chicken are really really nice la. Okay, <laughs> and then you you talk about food la. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like if the, uh, if the uh, person like keep asking like you actually can be um you can politely say la, um uh today is our date uh let's talk about you and me uh in the future if you really want to find out I can tell you more. Mm, I like that. That's a good one. Honesty is the best policy. Okay, so we have a question here from Sunny. So Sunny say, how to keep a chat going after I got a potential match on a dating app? Most of my matches, if not all, remain silent even after I've texted her. What does this mean? Okay, so um, when you send a lady's message and it becomes silence, no, no response. Uh, yeah, so I, I think, yeah, so uh, he say, you know, they, they got a match, you know, mutual match, and then he yeah. starts sending them messages, but then a lot of times, you know, it just end up like with no response. Okay, uh, so um, my suggestion uh, as a gentleman, uh, you can actually try like three times over a period of time. Um, so uh, leave some time in between. Uh, so um, of course, like, even though um, you, you've done everything right, uh, your day is good, uh, everything is uh seems like going well, um, it, it happens. La. Not all the girls that you are going to message, they will reply you. Uh, but my suggestion is you can still try like, uh, three times. Uh, so let's say you send today and then um, most important is you don't chase. La. Uh, you don't double test, you don't like question the lady, hey, how come like, uh, did you see my message? How come you don't reply? Uh, just leave it uh, like that. And then you can come back like, perhaps like three days and then start a new, new conversation. La. Okay, uh, and then the last try you can do it in a one week time. Thank you, Angela. Okay, we have another one. This one quite specific. So, uh, anonymous attendees say, "How about dates who keep droning on about their experiences in the army?" Ah, guys, you know. So maybe you can let us know in the chat. Why do you all like to talk about your army days? You know, during first dates. Uh, so anyway, anonymous attendees say it's hard for me to be interested in what he says. You know. So, uh, Angela, what do you think? How can anonymous, you know, like attendee, kind of like move on from this topic? Okay, okay. Uh, I have heard guys I do like to share their experience uh, in the army days uh, on dates. Um, so it depends how much they share. Like if it is about like five minutes, uh, uh, personally, I find it's still okay. Um, of course, you don't want to like ignore him. Uh, it is okay to just let him talk. Uh, if you are 
interested to get to know him, uh, other things about him, uh, my suggestion is uh, you can give him a quick compliment. Uh, okay, uh, say like, oh, you did very well while you are in army days. Um, and you, you can change the topic by asking, oh, so after that, uh, so when you come out um, or when you are on the weekend, when you are allowed to come out, what do you usually do? Okay, and then you change the topic to uh, maybe interest or things that like he likes to do. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good point. So we have some interesting comments from our participants. If you say, dudes, please, it's 2020. <laughs> Casey say, tell him to sign on as a regular. La. Okay, but anyway, uh, I think like what Angela have said, I think complimenting him is a good idea. I think probably, you know, like his, um, uh, you know, what he has achieved in his army probably is something that he's proud of, you know, it's really an accomplishment that um, he, he, he feel, you know, really strongly about, or maybe it's also something that he's passionate about. So I think maybe he's just trying to bring it up to just showcase some of his strengths. So I think like what Angela had mentioned, it's good to compliment him and then, you know, like just move on to it another topic okay uh i mean we have many many questions coming in okay but i think there's one last question that i'll choose for angela to answer yeah. so uh this uh, uh question is from uh has uh sometimes i feel like sharing my number you know but mm. i don't know how i'm a bit shy to give my number to the guy so uh what yes. do you think angela mm, okay la. uh if you are going on lunch actually days la, most of the time uh, most guys would initiate to exchange numbers uh, but if they don't uh, what you can do la, you can uh, still initiate uh, maybe you can try an indirect approach uh, example la, so you can say hey earlier you mentioned uh, that place uh, I'm quite interested la. Um, maybe you can send me some information about it uh, so uh, let's exchange contact number yeah, thank you, Angela. Okay, so thank you so much for all your questions tonight. You know, there are a lot more questions, but unfortunately, you know, in uh, in view of time, I'm only able to answer, you know, like the uh, questions that we have uh, shared so far. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. As I mentioned earlier, we have prepared a First Date 101 ebook for you. Visit the link bit.ly slash LA podcast gift and submit your contact details to redeem the special gift. In the next episode, learn the seven secret tips to increasing your confidence and charisma with Eric Feng, a renowned speaker, author, and founder of Charisma Academy. If you enjoyed this, don't forget to subscribe to our channel and share this with your friends. Stay positive and happy dating.